Hey there guys, welcome back to another episode of the Unbearable Creatives. On today's episode, we'll be talking about The Bachelor, we'll be talking about Corona for a minute, and then we'll end off with a very special in-depth look at one of your favorite podcast hosts. Buckle in, it's going to be a big one. Let's go. All right, guys, we are back with episode 20 of the Unbearable Creatives. I am your host, Eric Bratcher, here with the wonderful co-host, Hannah McCurn. Hello. Yes, that is her. She is she. That's <laughs> me her. She is me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I I know y'all missed us. We've been gone for two weeks, as the new schedule has dictated, Yep. if you were unaware. We switched to we switched from uploading every Monday morning to uploading every other Monday morning. I just want to make sure everybody's aware of that, so there's no confusion. Um, this week we're back. Next week we will be gone again, and then the week after that um, we'll we'll be back again. And so I believe that'll be the twenty third. Today's the ninth. Next week's the sixteenth. So yeah, that'll be the twenty third when the next episode uploads. But Today is a special day. It is episode 20. A few weeks ago, I I thought it was episode 20. I was confused. It was actually episode 19. Whatever. We're actually here. We've been doing this since October, early October, late September. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, that would mean it's been, I'm not great at math, but I think that means it's been about five months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, we're at episode 20. Not going to lie. I say this all the time. I didn't. I didn't know we even get here. I didn't think we would make it. I think I said that on episode seven. But I th- I thought we would. Yeah. 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 Some of those episodes were hard. Some of this episode is going to be a hard one. If I'm being honest, <laughs> the hardest. <one. laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, but thank you so much to everybody who's made it to episode twenty. <laughs> we do appreciate it. We appreciate you growing with us, watching us progress, and and just continue to learn how everything works. If I'm being honest, I haven't learned anywhere near as much as i need to as far as making these sound good like if i'm being honest this might not even sound that great but thank you for tuning in anyway and sticking with us we definitely appreciate it we're certainly not perfect but we're trying and yeah i hope it i hope the effort shows more than anything um and so yeah all of that to say we're back uh again for the third time i said we're back and um, this week we are going to be talking a little bit about The Bachelor, which I hate that I that we're even talking about it. It's almost I done. I mean, I like it, but I don't. Uh, mm. We're about to bring up, um, as if you haven't heard it enough, we talked about it literally maybe two months ago when it first came out, but the coronavirus stuff, we're going to bring revisit that a little bit just because... I feel like it's it's, it's grown up. a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's blown up a bit. And then we're going to end with something really, really special for you guys that you're not going to hear on most of our episodes. Because, and yeah. uh, warning, it's kind of uh, heavy. It's heavy. So for sure. Don't like not kind stuff. of. It's definitely heavy. <laughs> um, but I think you will enjoy it. I think it's going to help a lot of people um, gain some sort of freedom in some sense. I hope that's the goal in all of this. 
um, again, just for everybody to grow, for you to watch us grow and for you to grow with us is, is all of it, is always our main goal from any of these episodes. So, uh, without further ado, let's jump into bachelor. All right. So in these last two weeks, oh, and I'm so sorry. I know when we first, like when the season first started, I think it was, I want to say it was, I don't even know, Nick, pretty sure it was Nick, our friend Nick, who commented on one of our Instagram posts that had like Peter, the bachelor in it. And he was like, oh, I I hope this is going to be a regular season, a regular topic throughout this season. And I was like, yeah, it definitely will be or something like that. And we literally we're on the last week right now. And this is only the second time we brought up the bachelor at all this season. So yeah. Sorry to Nick. <laughs> uh, again, it, it, you know, we're learning. There's so as we go, many but. podcasts though, that talk about Bachelor. That's true. So. And we're not one of the best ones, but. No, but. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it. Where do we even start for this last, this last episode, these last two episodes? So two weeks ago was Fantasy Suites night. Yes. Last week. Two weeks ago, as in like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then this past episode was the woman tell all. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's. It was the woman tell all slash Peter had to send one of the girls home. Yeah. This this week was kind of. It was trash. Bland. Yeah. But stuff. but but before we even do that, let's start with the fantasy suites. Okay. Yeah. All right. So for any of our fans who maybe don't care about this. <laughs> the Bachelor is a show where, of course, you have one guy, and they do The Bachelorette as well, where it's reverse, where it's one woman and like a bunch of guys. But The Bachelor is where one guy mm-hmm. basically holds this month or so long competition where him and these 30 girls come together, and the 30 girls are fighting for the one guy's heart, mm-hmm. basically. They're all dating him at the same time, and he has a pick them off every week i don't know i don't know who i need to explain the bachelor for but i'm sure someone needed me to explain that of course and at some point in the season usually the second to last week or third to last week um the bachelor is usually down to four girls left Mm -hmm. three girls was it four girls so the sweets um three girls three girls okay so the bachelor's down to three girls and in this case, their names are Victoria, Hannah, <laughs> Ann, and Madison. Madison. Yes. Yeah. And traditionally, what will happen is on that at that stage, once there's three girls left, the bachelor will spend a night in a fantasy suite, a hotel room with each of the girls. If they if, say like he has to invite them yes he has to invite them they have to agree and then they either talk all night or you just you know you hang out play board games <laughs> or they do what adults do in hotel rooms and <laughs> not all adults do that in hotel rooms no you know what i mean <laughs> um funky town <laughs> funky town <laughs> Uh, for those of you who watch Parenthood, <laughs> we're going to talk about Parenthood once we're done. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Um, but sometimes they do what adults do in hotel rooms. <laughs> and obviously, morally, it does seem wrong 
right for a man who <laughs> is going to propose to a woman in a week to have slept with that woman and two other women <laughs> yes the week before mm-hmm. obviously in any normal reality where we're playing by normal rules yes that seems wrong however this is not reality this is reality tv mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's that's not how it works okay so all of this dancing around the thing aside um peter the bachelor on fantasy suites night basically or leading up to it basically he told one of the girls her name is madison um that or no 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 he didn't tell she told him that she wasn't comfortable with him sleeping with other women a week before he would possibly propose to her or one of the other ones. Mm -hmm. And she basically said like, she would be calling it off. She would be be done with the show. Right. Mm -hmm. If he did sleep with the other women, Mm -hmm. she didn't say it in such exact terms, but basically that was the summation of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure he knew that going in. Well, fantasy suite nights come and go. He sleeps with Victoria. He sleeps with Hannah and, and then (laughs) lo and behold, (laughs) Uh, he's supposed to be approaching the fantasy suite night for Madison. And she basically asks him, did you, were you intimate with the other women? And he says, yeah. And then she leaves. And she she doesn't leave, leave. She doesn't leave. She's like, I'm not. She was like, basically rolls her eyes and walks away from him in that moment. Mm -hmm. And look, okay. I have, a few problems with everything that went down in that episode. One, this is this show's been on for at least 20 years, 19, 18 years, something it's like that. It's been a while. It's been a long time. And this has always been a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand anybody sticking to what their um, faith beliefs are and... I'm never going to bash anybody for that because I'm with I'm with that side of it. Mm-hmm. But you come on to a show where a man is essentially dating 30 women. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to kiss at least 26 of them mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point. Mm-hmm. I understand having those beliefs. But why not have those beliefs when you're signing up? Why not say why not have that thought? before you sign up for a show like this? I, don't know. I need you to answer that question because I can't talk to her. Maybe she feels like she has some type of like... I mean, that that's true. But realistically, like if... This would never happen. This would never happen. But if he really did like her... He, he wouldn't, wouldn't have done it. I agree with that also 100%. I'm, ne- I'm never going to disagree with that. I think... I think the show is gross as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do agree if if Peter really did care about her, if she told him that and he really did want her to win. Side note, we do think she's going to... Uh, we've been thinking for a lot of the I season she's going to win. We, we both have me. theories. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll hold on for that in just a minute. But we both have theories that we're thinking. But for most of the season, we've been expecting her to win just because he clearly likes her. He brought her to meet his family a long time ago, like way in the beginning. Like it, it was... It's been pretty telegraphed that she's the one who's supposed to win. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, if 
I do agree that if he cared about her to the point of he want like him wanting to marry her, you shouldn't obviously, obviously you shouldn't sleep with other women the week before. Like yeah. that's just common sense. Yeah. But it is kind of one of the main tenets in the show that that maybe maybe it's not tradition that the bachelor always sleeps with them. Obviously, he doesn't have to do that. But it is a possibility. And if you know that's a possibility going in, mm-hmm. seems like your faith would tell you not to sign up for the show. Yeah. I that's agree. what I would believe. I wouldn't sign up for The Bachelorette if I know, oh, this girl that I'm trying to pursue along with 30 other guys, she might sleep with them. Probably, odds are, statistically, that mm-hmm. she probably will sleep with at least two of two of the guys. Mm-hmm. And, and a windmill. S- and a windmill. <laughs> Shout out to Hannah B. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it just doesn't, it, it really, really, to me, comes off phony when people like Madison or Luke P, who was in a similar situation on The Bachelorette with Hannah, Hannah Brown. Uh, I know all these names are super familiar to everyone. I'm sorry, I can't explain everything. But it really bothers me when people use their faith in very convenient ways. Mm-hmm. So to explain, I'm saying, I think it's interesting that you sign up for a show like this, you get all of these, you know, Instagram followers and all this clout, essentially, and, you know, a month passes where you've been competing for a person, a man's love, and you're shocked that a guy who was willing to have 30 women compete over him is willing to sleep with other women. I just like, I think, I don't know. I just think it comes off a little phony to me. Well, the reality is everyone that goes on bachelor or bachelorette is signing up for like their own good. Does that make sense? Like they're not signing up to fall in love. That's the reality of it. And, and everyone knows that. For sure, yeah. Because they sign up before they even know who the next Bachelor is. Exactly. It's all next... it's all phony, for yeah. sure. You're not actually in love with anyone. But, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, they're all doing it for them. Mm-hmm. They're all doing it. They're doing it to further their career, music uh, music career, or, or some modeling thing. Like, it's all for a personal gain and money in the end. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, that's exactly why I'm saying don't bring Jesus into this <laughs> if you're Nick. if you if you if you didn't want him in it in the first place don't bring him in I will say though she like she might be wrong in this but she has helped Christians look a little bit better like since Chad Chad who's Chad was that his name Chad from Hannah's season Chad from Chad. Jed, Jedediah. No, no, not Jed. Oh. <laughs> the big muscular guy. Luke. Luke. Yeah, I, said, I just That's said Luke. It. Yeah. Right. Luke okay, I don't know why I thought his name was. There was a Chad. Oh, there's always a Chad. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. Luke. Yeah, uh, Luke. She's making, he was crazy. He, he was, was crazy. a psychopath, yeah. Yeah, and what he was saying, like, he signed up for it too. But I think she, like, a lot more people have respect for her. At least that's what it looks like. Yeah, and so. and what's so funny about women? I'm sorry, like I just I love this. When Luke P said that, and I do think he's a psychopath, mm-hmm. but when Luke P said to Hannah, basically, 
Hannah B basically he was saying that if you sleep with one of the other guys, like essentially he was saying like I'm gonna leave. Uh-huh. He was a little crazy, but it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing, and people called him crazy for that. Non Christians called him crazy for they're that. They're on Hannah's side, and they're on Hannah's side. But now <laughs> it's turned around. It's turned around, and everyone's on Madison's yeah, side. Yeah, like That's I, funny. I hate meninist. It's like feminist, but for men, I hate meninist. Yeah. But women who like this show, a lot of them really make meninist like feel empowered, <laughs> because like it, it just like this stupid double standard that goes on where a woman mm-hmm. can say one thing and a man can't say that same thing. It, it just like I I, I see. I see why um, men's rights activists say some of the things they do, even though I think they're idiots as well. Mm-hmm. And if you're a men's rights activist, I'm sorry, stop listening because I don't mm-hmm. like you. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think I don't know. Just overall summation of all of that stuff, I get why you don't want your fu- potential future husband, maybe that you might love, to sleep. I get why you don't want him to sleep with other women in the weeks leading up to um, him proposing to you. But to that, I would just say, maybe you just want to pursue a regular relationship with a man you meet just in your regular everyday life and not go on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. is all I'm saying. Yeah. You should not us. trying to offend anybody. But You should tell us your theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the theory for the show, uh, I think Peter, in the end, is going to choose the, the producer. I've heard that this theory that he's apparently not going to pick madison who oh no, no no hold on before we even do that we didn't talk about the the second episode the women tell all episode yeah because i don't really care no no no. but i don't care about the women like the all of the girls who were eliminated i don't care about them talking because that was stupid like a lot of that was pointless but look who shows up out of nowhere to get a rose from peter Madison. Madison. After she left. <laughs> Victoria went home. Thank God. Victoria went home, rightfully so, because Peter didn't really like her and she was messy. But Madison comes back uh-huh. with all of her beliefs, I guess, still intact. But or, she still or not. seems like unsure. <laughs> she like, does seem unsure, but like she might. Still she could go just home. leave, like, then give. Give Victoria her rose back and let us just continue on with the show is my thing. Like, yeah. what's the point of you coming just for the sake of taking up a, a spot? She's gonna win. She is gonna win. No, no. Realistically, I do think she's gonna win. But I think this theory that a lot of people have said, where he ends up with a producer, I don't know why people are saying that. I haven't really done a ton of research into it because this show as a whole is stupid. But I hope that's what happens. Okay, listen. Because I hate all of the choices. Listen to mine. Yeah. Actually, this isn't mine. This is Olivia's. Yeah, shout out to but Olivia. But it really got me. Friend of the show. I was like, wow, that's a good one. Yeah. So if you notice, Kelly is not at the Woman Tell All. Kelly was a past contestant. She got eliminated she for whatever reason. She made it. Reason. She's like the fifth. She made it a good. She, uh, I don't know. She was like. Fourth she hasn't been gone long. Person that left. Yeah, she hasn't been gone or like super long. Left that was kicked off yeah um some people say she might be pregnant and that's no way and that's why he's freaking out at the end because he gets the news that she's pregnant with his child when would they have had sex though anytime during no okay forget the producer thing i hope that's true (laughs) just for the sake of making this show interesting to me on monday but um 
I was like, Liv, that's I, a juicy I, one. I hope not, though, too, because I really would like to see her be Bachelorette. But she's not. They she's already not. chose the new Bachelorette. Also, the Bachelorette, the Bachelorette is pretty disappointing. But uh, She's 38. I don't even remember her name. She was on a past season. but That I didn't watch. So I, I, res- I respect that they're going like with an older person older person with the with the more mature uh-huh. contestant i think pretty sure she has a kid or kids probably or i don't know she's 38 but like i think it's better that they do that as opposed to this stupid childish stuff they've been doing with peter and hannaby mm-hmm. i think that i think this is a lot better um but yeah we talked about that way longer than i meant to um anyway those are what yeah, we expect from the bachelor i'm sorry to anyone who is siding with madison I'm not even actually against her. I just think she's a phony person. And maybe that sounds like I'm against her. But I just think she just comes off disingenuous. And I don't know. I don't like that. Especially when you bring faith into it. Like, be for it or be against it, you know. So, that's all that I have to say on that. Um, Really quickly, Corona. 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 A bunch of beers getting everybody sick. Uh, beers? <laughs> like Corona, like the... Oh. You know what I'm saying. I was like, what are you talking about? From from China? <laughs> Beers from China is getting everyone sick. Gosh. Uh there's not even a lot to say. It's just it's it's weird how it's, it's like no one's up. going anywhere. It's so weird now. Like I'm hearing People are Americans going places, aren't but... taking it seriously, and then I'm hearing like in some places Americans are taking it it's, too seriously. Yeah, it's exactly exactly. It's hard to know what information to trust. Yeah. A few weeks ago, people were saying that China was lying about the initial numbers of it, which is why like people were able to get out get out and spread it in the first place. I don't know what's true and what's not. Like most things, but. I I th- I think the only things I really want to say about it one is I think it's better to take it more I think it is more important that we take it too seriously than for us not to take it seriously at all if I that agree. makes sense. It is unfortunate that things have to get canceled. TwitchCon, this big um y- y'all have heard of Twitch, the video streaming platform. They do a huge thing every year in I think they have their U.S. one in California. They also do one in Amsterdam. The one in Amsterdam was coming up in a few months. That one got that got canceled because of um, the coronavirus. Uh, NBA teams are thinking about having games in the um, upcoming future games uh, without fans there to prevent people from spreading it. I know soccer leagues in Europe have already started doing that. South by Southwest, the huge music festival in Austin this year has been canceled already because it, it was supposed to be next week. It's not happening. Wait, what is? What? South by Southwest. Oh. Uh, Coachella might get canceled. Who knows? And it sucks, but I think until everybody's on the same page as far as how serious it is, I would personally mm-hmm. prefer that people take it too seriously. No, yeah. I think anyone would agree with that. Yeah, and it just sucks. But- it, it sucks because... People are kind of talking down on that, like the media side of it, like Elon Musk, the huge um, Tesla guy. He tweeted out the other day, this this is all stupid and that's dangerous because he's an extremely powerful and influential person. But also that kind of takes away from the uh, sen- sensitivity of the people who have passed People away who have died. It's it, extremely yeah. insensitive it's for like, this no, rich person to say, stupid, <laughs> yeah, but, all you know. these people who may not have the money to get you know, the medical attention they need and 
you know, whatever the case may be, it's extremely insensitive to those people. So yeah. like take it seriously, regardless, like, I don't know who it's hurting to take it too seriously. <laughs> yeah. So, like, sorry, we're trying to save your life. Mm-hmm. If it, if in, in, if in the future it becomes too dangerous of a thing, like, sorry, we're trying to save people. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I get like fear mongering. I don't like that. But like, at the end of the day, like people have died, even if it's not like, regardless of the mortality rate or the death rate of it, like it, people are dying. I don't know. You don't know what is going to happen. So mm-hmm. I just rather we'd all be safer than sorry. Yeah. Apparently New York is not the place to be right now. I mean, so. no super populated place is the place to be, obviously. Um, especially New York. Especially New York. Um, but yeah, for all of you listening, please feel free to go wash your hands right now <laughs> before ever coming into contact with me and not do even not cough don't cough and, and this don't sneeze and either. this isn't even like us being like you know uh be afraid of the virus just do those things regardless of what's going on like just go ahead and wash your hands 10 times a day regardless of if there's a pandemic happening i don't care just make sure you you don't come around me like sneezing and stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah so there's that uh be safe out there Corona's Corona's Corona. Corona's. Don't drink Corona beer. Um, <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> that is it. Uh, and yeah, so we've got through those things, kind of sped through it, sort of. Uh, we spent maybe a little bit longer than I meant to. It's okay. Um, but right now, we are going to turn it over to Hannah. Um, We're switching gears. Switching gears. That's what podcasters say. Um, to a bit more serious of a topic. I don't know if it's more serious than Corona. It's close. I mean, it, it's, yeah. I don't it's know. a different kind of series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so today Hannah and I are going to be discussing her, um, her battle with anxiety. And I think, I think this can be a really important topic for us to discuss. One, because you're obviously not the only one who goes through it and not, and we're not saying just like an average everyday, you know, stress from your work or or just, you know, average stress that everybody goes through, but more specifically the more problematic, um, type of anxiety that is pervasive throughout your everyday life. Um, and so we're going to talk to Hannah about her struggle with that. Um, if you have any questions, if you're curious about any of that stuff, please feel free to email us. I know I say this all the time, um, it, it cannot be overstated, like the importance of this thing right now. So if you please, please do feel free to ask us any questions at the unbearable creatives at gmail.com. You can ask us questions on Instagram, uh, DM us, comment on whatever, do whatever you need to do to get healed. If that makes sense to find freedom. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of what Hannah's going to try to do today for herself and for y'all, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I will let you jump into, I guess, why you want to talk about it today. Well, okay. So I asked uh, you if I could do this because I, so at my job, um, we work kind of alone and with our hands. And so, we're allowed to listen to podcasts, and so one podcast that I listen to besides my own is, um, it's called What We Said. I hope you and listen to us. it's basically <laughs> these two girls who talk about just, like, 
random things that like girls go through or like um they'll talk about like just random stuff like how to start a business or like Mm -hmm. um so they had one where um chelsea brought in her sister abby and abby this girl had started or had dealt with anxiety her whole life yeah and so they let her talk about it on their podcast and like i just got really emotional at work because i was like i could tell that she like needed that you know yeah and so this isn't something that we talk about a lot on our podcast this is not something we do on our podcast at all no and so um i was really honored we talk about it a lot between ourselves obviously because it's something you go through mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's different to bring it to a public platform where we um, talk about what like where we talk about popular. peter having sex with yeah. <laughs> victoria like it, it's Memes. it's stupid stuff that we talk about regularly and this may turn you off this may turn two people off i'm sorry uh but what I just think it's yeah. nice to like, like for me, it was nice listening to her because I could relate to her. Yeah. And know? that's, yes, that's and exactly so I want it. Yeah. this to be like an experience where if you think you might struggle with it, like just know there's someone else who is also, and like we can relate with each other, you know? And yeah. so that's why yeah. I asked to do this. For sure. And realistically, <laughs> I have a lot of family and friends who listen and um they don't know like like they know that i have anxiety but like they don't know like what goes through my mind or like why or where it stems from or like what it's like every day like what life is like for me every single day yeah and that's hard that's i think that's hard when you have a close friend or family member it's hard to talk about it it's hard to talk about it and it's hard uh, just to say from the other side it's hard to understand you know this person that you've been around your entire life or someone that you're really close to it's Mm -hmm. like it's hard to imagine them hurting in such a way as in specifically a mental health aspect i think Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to imagine especially with mental health being such a new concept for -hmm. people to really grasp i think it's really difficult to um to to wrap your mind around for other people but again that's why we're doing it yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess, do you want to ask? Yeah. Me? I mean, yeah. I, like, yeah. I'll just, we have a few questions oh, that we're going to ask oh, well, or that okay, I'm going to ask. <laughs> First, I want to, this is important to me because, um, I think it's important that I kind of distinguish the difference between stress and anxiety because they're two completely different things. Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of people might think that I'm wrong about this, but like whenever somebody says like I have anxiety over this test, that's kind of like taking away the meaning of like what anxiety is for somebody who actually has anxiety. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, every, everybody does have a certain level of anxiety, yeah. of course. So basically stress is an emotional feeling or frustrated feeling that comes from like an event. And then anxiety is a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of worry that interfere with daily activities. Mm -hmm. So just to clarify. Just to give you an idea, it's a pretty common pervasive thing that will sort of eat at you uh, pretty constantly every day. It's a major difference. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, do you want to start with telling your backstory on anxiety? Yeah, so... Your history. Um... 
So basically growing up, I like, <laughs> this is hard to explain, but I was like a very nervous child. Like, like my mom would say, like, you were afraid of your own shadow, like yeah. as a kid, like I just like didn't like doing new things like I was shy I was like the kid that hid behind their parents whenever we met somebody new and like I was afraid of everything um and then so my first experience with anxiety was when I was in like fifth grade going into sixth grade so about to start middle school and um that's when I remember having my first like anxiety attacks and at the time like I'm so young I don't have the words to like say like this is anxiety you know so like my mom's confused um and I ended up going to the emergency room twice that summer because of my anxiety yeah and it was scary and like I didn't know like like no doctor knew what it like they would just say it was anxiety but I was like no like I actually feel like I'm dying like yeah like it's more than just anxiety like there's nothing there's nothing yeah and i mean that i did find out after that summer that um you know i was going through puberty (laughs) but for sure um i just and like some of the things that i would do is like i'd be in my class and i would i remember i would start to get really dizzy like i was about to have a panic attack and so um I would grab onto the edge of my desk and put my head down and I would just like close my eyes and like wait for it to be over. Um, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I was just going to ask, was that something that you realized was a panic attack brewing or it was, you realize that in retrospect, looking back on it, you kind of realize that's what that was. Yeah. Like I, I thought something was actually wrong, like physically. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't know, like, oh, I'm having a panic attack, you know? Yeah, and as, again, as people are realizing more and more today, mental, um, those mental sort of issues will manifest, obviously, in physical problems, Mm -hmm. if not dealt with. Yeah, and this is also super important for everyone to know. Panic attacks don't just come from, like, something big that just happened yeah it comes ran like really randomly like nothing could be happening yeah. and like it just <clears throat> like you start to have an anxiety attack right and so yeah which is yeah. scary like it mm-hmm. is like a storm that just appears as yeah. the clouds roll in over your head yeah it, it's really sad yeah and then um throughout middle school and high school I I remember I dealt with depression my sophomore year but that's because um I we moved I moved to Georgia for a year Mm -hmm. and I was going to a new school I left my like like my parents and my sister were there but I left the rest of my family who I'm really close to and then like it was just a whole new environment and I didn't like it and I got really depressed yeah and then yeah, that had stopped for a while. And then coming back or coming to Waco College, it mm. got really, really bad again. Yeah. Instability, so. I think, mm-hmm. is a, a big thing that can make the make anxiety worse, for sure. Yeah. And that's <laughs> why I'm super like, um, I'm a time management type of person. Like, yeah. everything's planned out. A schedule. 
yeah, and I have to be that way because it's like my like I can't I can't handle it if I right. don't. Yeah. Um, what would you say goes through your mind uh, on an uh, on a regular everyday basis as you're dealing with this? Um, well, you know some of these. <laughs> well, yeah, but um, like for everyone else. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like, people have anxiety for different reasons, but, like, mine comes from, oh, gosh, how do I word, here, can I see this really quick? Mm. I kind of worded it my own way so that I could, okay, so I wrote down, a lot of people do not understand what it's like to live like this every day. Sometimes I want to, like, call into work because I'm afraid of, like, getting in a car accident. Mm. And, like, I, like, that's kind of what goes through my, my mind. Like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, I have to drive in Waco. Like, what if I get in a car accident? Like, and I get hurt. Yeah. I don't want to go to work today. Yeah. Or, like, um, this was, this is one that I go through a lot. Like, sometimes I don't want to eat because I'm afraid I'm going to choke. Or, yeah. like, I don't want you to eat because I'm afraid you're going to choke. Yeah. Or, like, or sleeping. Sleeping. I hate sleep. If, like, everyone that, that knows me, yeah. I'm like, I hate bedtime. Mornings are my time. Like, I hate going to bed because I'm afraid someone's going to break in. Or, yeah. like, um, I just, like, freak out over stuff like that a lot. And that's, like, what I go through every day. And, like, it's hard to talk about because you feel like like you don't talk about it because you feel like people are going to think you're crazy. Yeah, or dramatic or... Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I said this to Hannah before we started that I was going to say this. Again, we are... The reason that we are doing this again is to let you in on our lives and to give hopefully some peace to anyone who also may deal with these things. And so like I said, please feel free to email us with any questions or anything like that. But... If any of this, if your natural reaction to any of this is, wow, she's just being dramatic, or this is just all in her head, or it's not real, like, I get that. <laughs> I understand. I'm, I'm a fairly empathetic person, so I can, I can see your point of view, but I need you to do this for me. I need you to go ahead and go into your computer, your phone, whatever it is you're using to listen to this. And if that's your natural reaction... Close us out. Don't listen to us ever again. We don't need you to listen to us, and we don't need your attitude. But <laughs> Essentially, also, like do your research. That, and so that was going to be the other thing. I wasn't just yeah. going to end it with that. Do your research and talk yeah. to people who have it because it's like, it's like debilitating. Like yeah. it, it really does take away from your life and like for sure. your joy and like it sucks. Yeah, you know? for sure. Do your research, please. This is the second half of that, but the main point is. If that's your natural reaction to someone pouring out their heart, <laughs> and this, and I'm saying this as an example for you to use in your everyday lives, if that's, if that's your natural uh, inclination to think whenever someone's pouring out their heart to you, a family member, a friend. If that's your natural reaction, just go ahead and close out because this isn't for you. Like this, this, this is this is another another level of of thinking right now. So it it won't be for you, but. If you do have an open mind as far as thinking, okay, this may be someone else's experience and maybe I don't understand it, but I would like to, uh, please feel free to keep listening. <laughs> it's just, that is something that really gets on my nerves whenever someone is trying to explain their experience 
and the people around them are it's just like disregarding disregarding it or just disbelieving or, or just not 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 believing that another person is going through that thing that there's no easier way to piss me off i think yeah. <laughs> so please take that as serious as i'm trying to make it sound mm-hmm. anyway we can get back the to reason that eric is <laughs> that so PSA. defensive is because like i i've been struggling to do this because i'm afraid that like people won't take me seriously and yeah so- and that's, it's that's and it's not even just because of you. It's not just you. I have other friends who I know deal with this kind of thing. Yeah. I graduate with a degree in psychology. That doesn't make me a psychologist or anything, but I do have like I do have a certain level of I do want to have a certain level of protectiveness over people that go through these things. Yeah. And so I'm not like we're not gonna sit here and disregard people. That's not the conversation we're having. That's it's not it's not a debate. If that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like in a lot of, I feel like online or in a lot of our society, a lot of things become a debate. This isn't one of those things. Yeah. And it's also important to note that all anxiety looks different. Like symptoms, the way that people act and anxiety, it's all different. Some people are really vocal about it. And like, I will tell people that I have it and that I like deal with it, but I won't tell them why or like, and it's just because of, you know, some people are really mean, you know? Yeah, and for so, sure. People are, are are definitely very cruel Or nowadays. they don't get it. Or they don't get it. And right. I can't expect you to, but like... It's nice yeah. to put in the effort, though. Yeah. To try and understand someone else's experience. To not just look at the world the way you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Those are some of the things that will go through my, my mind going back to like what is like a day-to-day look on what like goes through my mind yeah um i i think people with anxiety tend to think about things that most like worry about things that like no one else would worry about like um i have a friend annie who has dealt with anxiety as well and she's very open about it and there was one night she was here at my house and we had a friend like playing with my candles but it started to smell like gas or something Mm. and both of our minds strictly like went to oh my gosh there's a gas leak in the house we all need to get out yeah and she's like and like we bonded and we're talking we're like that's like what we think about like like we freak out while everyone else is just like ah funny yeah like we're like this is a serious problem like we need to get out for sure and so like but it's not like oh my gosh, we need to get out. It's like our bodies feel it, you know, like yeah. our bodies are like shaking. Like. Yeah. And I want to make it clear. You just thought of that example and it's a good example. I, I do want to make it clear that we're going to, we're going to text Annie and make sure it's okay. If, if you're no, hearing, she'll be fine with it. I, I would still feel just better texting her and asking her to make sure we can share that. If you're hearing us say all this stuff about her, another person who's not here, please understand. That means I didn't take it out. Because we did check with her. If you're not hearing this, then perfect. Whatever. Carry on. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to be very clear. I don't want people to think, you know, whatever. I don't think they will. I don't know. Carry on. Okay. Um, okay. So I also want to talk about kind of what I was taught growing up. Um, so mental health 
I also want to make known that I have great parents and they never taught me this. <laughs> so like when I say this is what I was taught, my parents were not the ones that taught me this. Um, but I was kind of taught that if you have anxiety, you only need, you don't need a doctor or somebody like a therapist to help you. You need God and that God's going to help you. Yeah. And while that is true, as I've gotten, so um, like, okay, going back, I still to this day sometimes feel bad about asking for help and it takes like from my parents like it takes so much courage for me to just talk to them about it because like whenever I ask to get help um it's like I'm afraid they're gonna ask why I have anxiety and I don't know like sometimes I like don't want to say why and so I've had to come up with Okay, so then going back to, like, what I was taught, um, I'm always like, okay, well, I shouldn't need help because I go, like, I go back. I'm sorry, I'm going all over the place. You're fine. I go back to, like, okay, well, maybe I don't need help then because I have God and, like, that's all that I need. Yeah, right? you're kind of caught in the middle of, like, okay, yeah. I know I need this. I need I need professional help probably, and so I want to bring it to them, but thinking back on past experiences with trying to get it, trying to get help. Like it, it like, am I wrong for needing help? Because I'm, some would say, some would try and paint you as being wrong. Yeah. For, for knowing that you need help. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, sorry, I'm going to cry. It's all good. We're all friends here. (laughs) Hopefully all the, all the ignorant people are gone. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. But yeah, sometimes I think like with being close to Eric. I think with being close to Eric, I've been taught like, that's not it. I don't disagree with like <clears throat> you need oh gosh I can't even talk you're good you need God I don't disagree with that <laughs> but sometimes you need guidance like <laughs> and so <laughs> It's just hard. <laughs> Sorry. Gary. It's okay. Take your time. <sighs> and so, I just think I like, if you're ever stuck in a situation like that, like where you're ashamed because of like your relationship with God. <sighs> Try to find the help that you can get, like, that you need to help you. Like, even if that's somebody who also knows the Lord and can kind of help you find God's voice in it. That's good. And because it's hard. And I don't want you to feel bad about not being able to fix it yourself. And, like, because you're a Christian. For sure. 
So. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily need to be someone. It doesn't. It is often advised that it's probably not someone that's close to you, like a best friend or a family member who is the one guiding you through that. Like, obviously you do need those people around you as support, but it's also recommended that you seek someone outside of that circle for many reasons. One of being, one of those being that it could be someone in that circle who is causing part of the problem. So you don't, you don't need a conflict of interest is, is the point. You need to talk to somebody you don't really know. And that you can trust. As scary as that is. Yeah. It's and it, it really is scary. Yeah. It is scary. Um, but some other things that I do, like, on my own, um, just, like, at night that Eric has actually helped me with is sometimes we'll meditate Yeah. together. Yeah. That's tough. It's, it's good to be <sighs> consistent with that. And I'm, like, the least. I'm so bad about being consistent. It's not. A, this isn't about me. I don't know why I'm even talking. Sorry. No, you're good. Um. Uh, also, I wanted to bring up, um, there's someone at my job who was asking me, he actually listens to our podcast too, but... Who is he, it? Shut up. Ben. Oh, hey, Ben. <laughs> he just, Love you. He asked me, um, what are some ways that, like, if you see somebody going through an, or having an anxiety attack, That's like, good. how yeah. do you help them? That's a good question. Um, everyone's different. Some people just want space. Um, but, like, for me specifically, I like it when someone puts, like pressure like grab my arm and put pressure on it because mm-hmm. it's kind of like well i guess i should say like symptoms of like what an anxiety attack yeah, is. yeah, yeah. so like for me um when i am having an anxiety attack and also this is this is important for me to know people experience anxiety attacks differently so what for i sure. might have going on might not be happening to another person yeah but for me, um, in order, uh, my I'll get really nauseated, and that's kind of how it starts. Like, I remember telling you I had an anxiety attack at Annie's, mm. and this is kind of what happened. So I got really not na- I get really nauseated, and then my like my legs will start to tingle, and it'll go up to my head. Yeah. Um. And I'll hear like a ringing, you know, that like high pitch ringing yeah, sound. Yeah. <laughs> and then your like mind gets really foggy and mm. it's almost like your body's just completely shutting down. Like yeah. you're about to faint. Yeah. Um, and it's scary cause you're like, what's going on? Like yeah. it's a, it's a, like a stress response, like a fl- fight or flight thing. Kinda. Yeah. 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 Um, and so whenever I had my really bad one at Annie's that one morning, um, I, I remember I was shaking really bad and I remember thinking like, should I ask her to call 911 or should I ask her to call my mom? Mm -hmm. But, um, she grabbed my phone, but I couldn't remember my passcode and I couldn't remember my mom's number because my mind is just like shutting down what is what it feels like. And so thank God she had my mom's number Mm. and she could call her and we didn't call them 911, but I just didn't like, it's just like, I feel like I'm dying basically essentially. Um, so that being said, for me, it's like a, I need someone there kind of moment. So if you're just like holding me or like grabbing me, like even if it's just your hand, like grabbing my arm, Mm -hmm. um, that helps, but also kind of like saying like, like when I have panic attack with you a couple weeks ago, um, 
you were I remember you saying like Hannah like like saying my name over and over again yeah, and yeah, like yeah. calm down like you, you can do this or I don't know you were like no it's uh, for me and this I would say this is my uh, unprofessional opinion again for me I, I like to make sure it, if I do or don't know the person, regardless, I like to make sure, one, I'm asking them before any physical contact. It's always good to just ask them, okay, is it okay if I touch your back? Or is it okay if I hold your hand or squeeze your hand if, you, if that's what you want? It, like, you, you never want to put someone in an uncomfortable position, more of an uncomfortable position in that kind of sense, because everybody's different. Some people don't like physical touch when it comes to yeah, this that's what I'm sort saying. of thing. Not a lot of people and like so that. that's one thing. And then I think... I wish I could. I, I wish I could remember um, my psychopathology stuff. Like we talked a lot about this and like what you should do in a panic attack, mm-hmm. exactly. But something I always do is like trying to bring just everybody back to the ground as much as possible. I feel like in a panic attack, everything's mm-hmm. going all over the place. It seems like the world is crashing in, and doing such a simple thing as saying Hannah, like saying your name saying these are the things that are happening like real life around you kind of like you're using meditation during my yeah like yeah during my anxiety attack like you're like i've got you like yeah you're like saying my name and you're saying i've got you it's very simple stuff yeah just like but like very stern and kind of loud steady because you're like it's almost like you can't hear anything because you're you're thinking about what your body's doing and you're freaking out about yeah. it. And so And you as the person who's trying to help someone like that, steadiness is key. Like that's mm-hmm. always key. You, you should try your best to make sure your voice is even say it in a in a firm, you know, um maybe a louder volume if mm-hmm. you need to, but like just as being as constant and consistent as you can with the things you're doing is really the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. And some people might not want you to talk at all. Some people may not. Yes, that's good too. Like some people just want you to just sit let there. them. Yeah, just let it go. You know, but um, for me, I like to know that there's things going on around me. Yeah. And that'll kind of help me come back to reality. Yeah. And again, <laughs> we're not experts on it. So again, do your research. Like, yeah. There's plenty of people with a whole lot of degrees who are experts on this. So I'm, it's easy mm-hmm. to find articles. It's easy to find solutions that will work for someone. Yeah. Even though not everything's going to work for everybody. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, it's it's a hard animal to wrangle, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I think the this is important for me to say, but the scariest part about an anxiety attack isn't that you feel like your body is shutting down it's that you can't control when it comes like yeah that that day that i had one with you um that night that day in class um i felt like i was about to have one and i was like i cannot i'm in college like i cannot and so i just remember like shutting my eyes putting my head on the desk and just like kind of like doing meditation like Mm -hmm. okay this girl's sitting here, yeah. you know. And you just feel like, my feet are touching the floor. Yeah. My clothes are on my body. Like, I feel my hands on my desk. Like, simple Not allowing your thing. body to go numb, 
basically. Yeah. I hear um, the air conditioner. I hear, I, I see the lights. Like I, I, simple things like that to keep you where you are, where you need to mm-hmm. be. Cause it's kind of like your body's like, it's weird, but it, it, I, it's hard to explain, but it's like literally your body's like shutting down and you're, you're trying to keep that from happening yeah. without freaking out about it. The last it. thing you need to do is freak out. Yeah. yeah. And so that's sometimes what happens is like, Obviously. I'll freak out about it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, <clears throat> that's how you can help somebody. It is hard when they're crying. <laughs> I cry. Um, yeah. But some, like, like that one guy that was on a podcast and he had one, he didn't cry. He yeah. Was just it was like, he's like, I'm, I'm just getting really hot. I think I need to walk home. It was like, like a news anchor or someone. Yeah. I think, yeah, it was on video. Ah, I wish I had a link or something that I could send you to. I'm sure if you look up news anchor having panic attack or uh-huh. TV personality having panic attack, some something like that. It was it was a guy who was like used to being on camera, clearly, but mm-hmm. he was like... It's hot in here. Yeah, like, like he was slowly realizing like he, his heart was beating yeah, really quickly, uh-huh. like he was getting sweaty, like it, it like it started to click and he had to stop whatever he was doing. And it's on it's on film too. It's like it, you can look you can it see it, yeah. Yeah. But like what I'm what I mean like saying by that is some people don't cry. No. And some people don't even know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Um but uh some people do cry. And so that's when I think it's important to kind of talk about okay, this is what's happening around you. Yeah. Um, using that kind of stern, loud voice, like, cause they, sometimes they can't hear you right. really. True. So, um, yeah. And I mean, that's kind of the gist of it for me is like, I've kind of grown up with this. Um, but lately I've realized more what it is the past couple of years. Yeah. And, um, my whole point of this was really for people to understand that this is like normal. Like what you're going through is not like not normal. Like a lot of people deal with this, but also kind of to tell people like, I want people to understand the difference between like anxiety and like. There's levels to it. Yeah. yeah. Understanding the levels to it, understanding like what's healthy and what's not. Uh it's hard there's not really anybody who can tell you that for you you kind of just have to know um obviously if you have if you if you if you if you have a family if you have a bunch of kids if you have a super stressful job like obviously you're gonna go through things that induce stress but also um not everyone talks about their anxiety and so if they tell you like i have anxiety DEFCON 5. Like, you have to take it seriously. Drop everything yeah. and listen because they might not tell you again. And if they do, it's going to be a long time. Yeah. And, and you so, might not get another chance to tell them again. Something might happen in between there because of that. Because, they, like, rea- realistically, sometimes it's hard to talk about. I have friends who, like, are really open about it. But, like, it, like for me, like, I get embarrassed. And so, like... Yeah. Yeah. Who's to say the next person doesn't feel the same way? And so... Yeah. Um, it's one of those things you... Kind of not comparing the two things because they're di- they're completely different things. But again, it's kind of like... We're going back to the corona thing. You should probably err on the side of being too cautious with this. Yeah. 
um, you're not doing anybody any favors by just blowing people off who are going through this thing. Yeah, and so that's why I'm doing this because, like, if you if you have a hard time talking about anxiety, and this is not something I brought this up a little bit that I struggled with it, um, like a couple years ago, um, depression, like not everyone talks about it. And so if, if someone says like, I'm dealing with depression, listen to them, you know, like yeah. be a friend, be an advocate. Yeah. Like, and, don't just, and if somebody yeah. has anxiety, like it doesn't hurt to say, okay, do you deal with depression as well? Cause like most times there is some depression that is linked for sure. To yeah. Anxiety, I, they so. they go hand in they're cousins kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And so um that's honestly why I wanted to do this was to uh see if anyone else relates to me but also like um like for someone else to not feel alone if they go through this. Yeah. Also. And let us know. Like I I was there anything before I say anything else was there anything else that you were going to add not to no, not rushing i mean if you have any questions but no yeah no i was just going to say if if any of this does relate please tell us <laughs> like i i know i say every week like that stupid way i end the show like tell us a topic you want to hear like tell your friends tell your enemies whatever take it seriously if you know someone who's going through this thing if you know someone who's going or dealing with anxiety at any level, and they might think it's something serious. For one, take it seriously. Um, please do share this with them. Not, I'm not just saying that because I want people to listen. I want people to get freedom from this. And one way that that can happen is if you know you're not alone, like Anna said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not ending the episode by saying, you know, follow us on blah, 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 blah. I'm not, I'm not doing that right now. I just want you to know. I want anybody who's hearing this to know that they're not alone. And if you know me, if you know me personally, you can please feel free to talk to me about it. I'm going to fight for you regardless. I'm going to pray for you regardless. And yeah, you're not alone. Again, I can't say that enough. And I think unless there was anything else to that, that might be the show. Was there anything else? No, that's it. So yeah, again, Hanny, thank you. You killed it. Um, Extremely brave, extremely strong. Um, again, our hearts are with anyone else who deals with this. I know it's not an easy thing to talk about. Um, and yeah, just, just take it seriously. If be a friend, be an advocate to someone and we will see you next week. Bye. Peace.